Did you know that each episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast is recorded on video? You can access the video by clicking the episode notes on your podcast player. Scroll to the bottom of the notes and click on the video link. Or just visit the iCore YouTube channel. You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Ron Holt. Welcome, Ron. Glad to be here, Bernie. I'm excited to talk to you. Glad to have you, Ron. Glad to have you. Ron, you are an entrepreneur on a mission. You've built and franchised a successful nationwide cleaning service called Two Maids and a Mop by prioritizing employee satisfaction with compensation that's based on customer ratings. In your latest venture, Pink Zebra Moving, love that name, your vision is to disrupt the moving industry with a unique focus on making moving fun for customers. We're going to talk more about that, Ron. And Ron, you believe that by treating employees with empathy, offering them compensation, it's also driven by the customer's rating and prioritizing a fun experience. You're on the path to building and franchising this business to great success, just like you did with Two Maids and a Mop. So Ron, on this episode, I'm excited to discuss with you how the employee experience and how the customer experience are at the heart of pink zebra moving and how this is going to result in making moving fun. But Ron, first, let's begin with your backstory. Tell us your backstory. How did you get to where you are today? Sure, Bernie. So it started many years ago, two, dec two decades ago now. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I was inside corporate America, had some issues with it, uh, just wasn't really you know, excited about the career path I was on, although it was great. I just uh, had something missing. And so I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And as I was trying to discover what that path was going to look like, I sort of stumbled into this world that no one else wanted to be in, the home services world. And it seemed very exciting to me because no one else thought it was exciting. So over the next several years, I saved a few dollars, started a business, a cleaning business of all things, called it Two Maids and a Mop. Had a huge vision and dream to build it from one location into locations across the country. And over the next 19 years, pulled that off, built it to almost 100 locations from California to Florida. And things were really good. Things should have been amazing. And they were pretty good, but they weren't good enough. And so like a good entrepreneur, I said, let's do this all over again. So I sold two maids and a mop to focus on another startup, like you said, Pink Zebra Moving. And that's where we are today. We serve eight locations right now, about to be nine, uh, mostly in the Southeast, but we have huge big dreams, just like we did at Two Maids, to build it into a national brand. And we wanna do this in a different way because we wanna not just grow, we wanna disrupt an industry in a unique way. I can't wait to tell you more about those unique ways. Well, let's get into that, Ron, because I love what you're doing. Uh, I love the innovation, the entrepreneurial spirit that you bring to it. Let's frame it up the, the following way, the following way, Ron. What is it that you're really looking to solve as a problem within what's really a very crowded industry, the moving industry, which is a local industry as well? 
It is. So like anything, this comes from a, a great business, usually at least comes from some type of friction in your life or a painful moment in your life. That happened with me and my family. My mother-in-law, we're based here in Birmingham, Alabama, had this really negative moving experience and it was bad. Like they could write a book on it. Uh, how bad it was. There was all the bad things you could imagine. The price was much higher than she thought it was going to be. Broken item, uh, unprofessional service, you know, just everything from A to Z went wrong. And we as a family sort of said, what, what can we do about it? And I said, well, we could write a bad review. Um, we could call the owner and complain, which she did. He laughed at her. And uh, eventually we decided, why don't we just do what a good entrepreneur does and start a business? And so the industry, what I learned very quickly is not just bad for this, my mother-in-law here in Birmingham. What I learned very quickly is that same experience is occurring from coast to coast. I literally Googled and yelped all these sort of negative reviews I could find from Seattle to Omaha to Miami. And I was shocked to find that it was happening over and over again. The same words, the same experiences were happening to people everywhere. And I couldn't believe it because this is not a new industry. People have been hiring professional movers for more than 50 years. It actually goes back to horse and carriage days more than 100 years ago. Really? Yeah. Moving should have evolved, but moving really hasn't. The consumer's paying more for the move than ever before. And unfortunately, the service just hasn't followed that tide. And that's where I saw an opportunity. I came from a very consumer-led perspective. I didn't really know what was behind the curtains. I found out later what was behind those curtains. But from a consumer perspective, I said, how many other services, how many other products or services can you purchase that are usually more than four figures and just be not only unhappy, but regret it? that you even had to do it in the first place. And on top of that, when you move again, you go, well, I got to do it again. You know, there's just no other four figure investment or purchase that I can think of where that exists. And so I saw a huge opportunity. Like I said, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And so I started a moving business and just said, let's get our hands dirty and go from there and figure out all the other stuff later. iCore's unified desktop technology can neatly bundle multiple applications, tools, and screens into one simple user interface. Launch relevant applications based on agent profiles. Automatically display corresponding scripts and customer interaction history, making it easy to deliver an exceptional customer experience at any scale. Smile with iCore. Learn more at iCore.com. So, so Ron, my, my, my read on my interpretation of the story you just shared is that the moving industry didn't get the memo that customer experience is, is required. It's like the new marketing, you know? So sounds like you're delivering that message to the moving industry. So let's unpack that even more. Give us a, a description, paint the visual, the picture, describe the actual experience for your customer, the moving experience on like what happens before they actually uh, reach the moving day, the moving day itself, and then after the moving day, Absolutely. So before, during, and after. So let's talk about before, because most moving companies in general, again, for more than 50 years, have really disregarded that before part, that before phase of a move, which is, again, kind of crazy. When you think about if you're going on a vacation or if you're 
going to a sporting event, there's there's a before uh, moment, but in moving, typically it's call, book a job, two, three, four weeks later, movers show up in a truck, jump out of a truck, get started, manual labor begins, and that's how it, how it works. We believe that it's just common sense that there should be a form of engagement at often different, you know, different days, different times, different media, even they're being used. So from text messaging to video messaging to old school things like letters and of course emails, we're sending out all those different types of communications. And some of those communications are fun. You know, the very first um, email that's going to be received from one of our customers is silly. It, it shows us doing work in a gym. We're doing push-ups. We're lifting weights. We're on the treadmill. We've got a guy in a uniform, our called an exercise coach who's just yelling at the guys and sweats pouring. They're just pouring water over their head because they're so tired. All we're trying to really do is start the relationship there because we feel like at the end of the day, you do need a relationship when you, when you work with anyone, forget moving companies with anyone, you want to have some type of relationship and not be a commodity type of purchase. So that's what happens before. And again, some of those things are very funny, like the one I just talked about. In other cases are very practical when it comes to moving, most moving companies, including us, charge by the hour. So those that time um, can go up or down, obviously, based on certain things. One of those factors is what the homeowner brings to the table. If they don't want to do anything, um, they don't have to do anything, but it obviously will cost more money. If you want to save a few dollars, there's a few things you can do as a homeowner to prepare for the move that's gonna save time on our end, which of course will reduce the cost of that move. And so we offer those practical tips uh, during the pre-engagement period. And uh, there's a lot of other practical things that we do, but we like to sort of split 50-50, some kind of silly, crazy antics to some more practical things that are important to the homeowner. No customers ever called and said, hey, I wanna hire a fun moving company. They, you know, they, they just want their stuff. They want their stuff moved. They don't want it damaged. And they want to pay an affordable rate to do that. So we, we hear that. We know that. And so we address that. We don't just always do silly antics, but we feel like the silly antics. We use that as an opportunity to bring someone closer to us. It's fun to make someone smile. Um, that's yeah. sort of a secondary benefit. The primary. So that's thing, all. That's all before, right? Everything you describes before. before the move. Yeah. yeah. So I want to highlight something you said though, Ron, you sure. said that you, you, you use the word common sense, that you're communicating to them using common sense. And you've probably heard the phrase, sometimes common sense is not all that common. And obviously it's not all that common in the moving industry. So just kudos to what you're doing because you're really creating that experience. You also use the word relationship, building that relationship with your customer before the day of the move. So hats off to you. Love that. Thank you, Bernie. So yeah, that all happens before we ever even show up. And that is only one third of the full experience when you hire Pink Zebra Move. You'll be talking about some of the things that happen on move day. Yeah, let's let's go there. <laughs> okay. So move day again is very normal for most moving companies to show up on that truck. Guys jump out. There's a five, maybe 10 minute walkthrough that every moving company does with a client and that's face-to-face -face, and there is some engagement there but after that five or ten minutes of just really practical talk and conversation it's usually let's put our head down put the earbuds in put our um, you know uh, vest over us and uh, 
get to work. It's manual labor for the next several hours. And usually since it is moving, there's usually not a lot of power. They've turned the power off. And so there's no ambience at all. So you've got movers who are listening to their music or podcast. You've got customers who are doing their thing because they're also helping typically in this experience, but there's no environment at all. And so it's super awkward. You've got these strangers in your home for the next several hours in dead silence. <laughs> you know, so we uh, we choose to do it a little bit differently. So the first thing we do, we also conduct that five or 10 minute walkthrough. So we get the, the vocational part out of the way. But then as soon as that is over, we actually put on a three minute or less funny exercise routine. We're going back to the exercise angle here, but everything from jumping jacks to push ups to you know all sorts of other little aerobic things. All we're trying to do is just say, hey, we're here. We're going to do a good job for you, and we're not going to make this awkward throughout the day. Um, work has to begin. Manual labor is what we're paid to do, and so that obviously occurs. But before that goes uh, down, the team lead, who's the boss of the day, walks throughout the house and places two or three speakers around the home. And we have a dedicated playlist that we call the happy playlist. And for the next several hours, you're going to hear fun, PG-rated happy songs in every room in the home so that it's not awkward silence than in what usually occurs in the moving world. So that happens all day. It makes people happy. It makes people want to smile. It makes conversations occur that would not occur. And all we've done is play a free song. You know, So uh, those are the things we do. Now, obviously, people are paying us by the hour and the manual labor, the physical work that we're tasked at hand to do is important. And so we don't want to disrespect people's time because time is money in our in our world. So we do have to just do the work at some point besides all the, the fun antics. And so that occurs. Again, a move can last one hour, it can last eight hours, or in some cases even more. So that's that's some highlights, at least of move day. That's the move day. You know, I love yeah. your point about it makes people smile. Um, you know, we're big on that at ICOR. We say the same thing that, you know, we create smiles and Smiles does give that feeling of being happy in the moment. So love that. that yeah. That's great. So now the move has occurred. What happens after the move? Yeah. So let me talk about the industry again. Usually that's it. Team lead walks up to the customer and says, hey, we did our job. Now pay us. And there's a transaction that occurs. Turn your backs. You never hear from one another again. You're strangers again. And so I've always thought that was crazy. Why, does, why do you have to continue as strangers? So we want to leave behind some fun things that are somewhat practical, again, related, and in other cases, not so much. One of the things we're known for the most is what we call a surprise box. The box is, of course, branded with pink zebra moving logos everywhere. But inside that surprise, it looks like all the other boxes, by the way, they're probably left behind in your home. But inside that box, we have some generic goodies, you know, like candies and chocolates and things of that nature. But the the home run thing that we always include in there, at least usually we do, is a personalized takeaway. And so I'll give you an example. Um, if you're in um, L.A. And, and you're randomly a Red Sox fan, um, that's probably pretty unique. Uh, we would try to deter, find that information out. We're in your home. For several hours. And yeah, so our they, movers they moved to LA from Boston. They're Red Sox fans. <laughs> right. So you've got um, several hours to just communicate and engage and observe. 
things is inside that home. So our movers are doing more than moving. They're communicating with our team lead and saying, hey, this is an opportunity. Before we ever show up, our sales team is asking questions. We'll invest 30 minutes, sometimes an hour on figuring out more about our client so that we can use that in a profitable, fun way later on. And so inside this surprise box, if you're this Red Sox fan and you're in L.A., then we would nothing, nothing crazy. You could go buy your own Red Sox memorabilia, but you know, what we'll do is maybe go out and buy a Red Sox ball that's, you know, signed by someone. It's a $10 trinket in some cases, but what it does more importantly is it tells the guy in LA, Hey, I know who you are. You're not just another transaction to us. You're not just another ticket. Yes. We have a move tomorrow and the next day and the next day, but today you're the only thing that you're the only person that matters to us. And so Here's the Red Sox baseball because we know you love the, the Red Sox. And there's always a note that accompanies the gifts and the trinkets and things like that. And the note probably is more important than anything else in the box. But that discovery is 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 discovered um, in some cases just a few minutes after we depart. In some cases, even as much as a day or two after we leave. And so we want that fun surprise uh, to be sort of a, another token just let people know that we're in a relationship together. We do a bunch of other things that are not quite as crazy as that. Probably the one thing that we do that I'm real probably most proud of is our is our branch manager. That's the, the boss of the organization at every one of our branches. They'll send a personalized video message to that client and they'll use their first name. It'll be a 10, 15 second long video. But all, he's, all he says is, hey, Bernie, um, we moved you yesterday. I heard things went really well. If there's any causes for concern, any questions you have, here I am. I'm the manager here. This is my number. You can call or text anytime. That's it. You know, and so oftentimes there is a, uh, there is a communication that occurs from that because typically moving companies move on, like they literally move on and they're really difficult to communicate with after the move occurs. And for a lot of different reasons, mostly because movers are very trade centric meaning the guys at the top are very much involved at the low level. They're on the trucks in some cases. So you've moved on to the next move. The next day, customer calls from the previous day where you're already moving again. You know, you're physically working and we don't do that. And so that small thing, just a 15 second long video that we send directly to someone's cell phone, um, it usually helps people have a little bit of calm and at least confidence that if something isn't perfect, we're open to have that conversation. That's great. So great explanation, great storytelling around how you're making the moving experience fun before the move, the day of the move and after the move. That's fantastic. Now let's switch gears, Ron, and talk about the employee experience because really in setting up your story, we talked about how you're disrupting the industry, not just by making the experience fun for the customer, but also creating a good experience for the employee. So why don't you speak to the employee experience at Pink Zebra Moving? We believe everyone, not just entrepreneurs like myself, but everyone all the way to blue collar employees, everyone wants to believe that what they do every single day means something to either themselves or someone else. It has to have value. And yes, you're getting paid. There is a transaction between an employee and employer. Uh, but ultimately, we, we feel like we need to deliver purpose and like actual personal purpose into our employees' lives. So I said to myself, what can I do to get someone to think like me and make every day equally important? 
And that's where the pay enhancement kind of plan kind of came into play. And so every time we move someone in the old days, every time we clean someone, we give our customers an opportunity to rate their level of satisfaction on a pretty simple scale. It's just one to 10. Uh, that number, 10's good, one's bad. That number directly determines what our employees earn. And while our employees are human beings, they have imperfect days, they make some mistakes, just like we, we all do. Um, so not everything's perfect in roses. Everyone knows when they walk into a new home or an apartment that we're moving, that that person is going to have an opportunity to rate their level of satisfaction. And it's either going to make someone's paycheck or not. And obviously, we have to respect labor laws and things of that nature, but you literally can make as low as minimum wage, which is not good if it's a negative or really poorly negative experience. And on the top of the other side of that, there's strong incentives for you to earn above average market wages if you exceed someone's expectations. And honestly, most people do. Most people are really, most people hire us because of that plan and really are, get excited about being a part of that process. And so we get tons of feedback because of that. It's not, we don't get a lack of feedback here because every customer knows they're, they're a part of that. So that's, that's how the pay enhancement plan works. People have personal dreams, whether it's really simple things like vacationing in Hawaii one day to big things, maybe starting their own business, buying their first home, going to college, whatever it is. And so we ask every one of our employees that question, what do you want? Now, most adults, um, especially in the blue collar world, immediately go straight to debt reduction. Uh, we reject that because no 12-year-old, we try to go back to our 12-year-old selves. No 12-year-olds ever said, I want to be a debt-free adult one day. You know, 12-year-olds uh, want to be, you know, the next Nolan Ryan, or they, they want to go be the next you know, Steve Jobs or whatever it might be. And at least those, those were my dreams. Um, and so we try to get people to think uh, about what their dreams would be without the, the bills, you know, and all the things that are sort of pulling them down. And when you do that, you can see it in their eyes. You can see their eyes open up. For the first time in a long time, they're actually able to dream. And that's uh, a simple concept. But once someone actually believes their life is, can be better, it changes everything else about their life, from their professional to their personal lives. And so we've seen relationships improve um, to obviously employment relationships improve with us. Ron, where I want to go next here before we begin to wrap up is um, speak to the disruption part of your business model. How do you think you're changing the moving industry? Well, number one, no one ever looks forward to a move, whether you have to do it yourself or whether you're hiring someone, that is not something anyone's ever said, boy, I can't wait for that to happen. And so we want to turn that upside down and actually make people look forward to hiring Pink Zebra moving. And so we do so many fun things. I didn't mention one of our bigger trademarks. We provide a free meal the night before a move. And it's always a surprise to people and a shock, but people love it. So we, we want people to actually look forward to hiring a moving company, which is the opposite that occurs right now. And so we feel like most, most people, when you think about disruptive industries, usually you kind of code your way to the top when it comes to those things. Obviously, that still a, a, has a place in this marketplace today. But good old fashioned, just great customer service and an awesome possibility positive customer experience is sort of like old school yesterday's news. Everybody talks about CX. Um, there's CX departments in, in most organizations today, but very 
few people actually understand why they're doing it other than to check a mark off, you know, for the organizational meetings. And so we feel like if we can deliver a better, more positive, fun customer experience, market by market by market, we're going to change the, the landscape in those, in those markets. And people are going to think differently about the moving industry. And we're going to be that pioneer. We're going to be the guys who, you know, blaze that initial trail. And that's ultimately my goal. That's my purpose. I, have already built a small business into a national brand. You know, I've enjoyed the really large ticket um, exit, you know, that everybody dreams about whenever you start you know, thinking about entrepreneurship. So I'm good. You know, I can go fishing if I want to, but I've chosen to enter a new industry from the startup level, hit all those headaches head on yet again, because of one reason, not just to grow. Obviously that's a byproduct of my, my bigger dream, but it's to not just even disrupt this industry, but to create a new category that we call happy movers. And right now that makes no sense to anyone, uh, but we think a lot of people are going to classify themselves as a happy mover years from now. So well, you, you said a moment ago that you're, you're going to be the, I don't know if you said pioneer. Um, so I would disagree. You're not going to be, you are already, oh. uh, you're going to, you'll be recognized as the leading pioneer to disrupt this industry, but you're already doing it. So congratulations to you. Obviously with Two Maids and a Mop, you've got the track record, you've got the passion, you've got the know-how, you've got the model. Everything you're doing is about the experience. So uh, before we bring things to a wrap and I ask you the final fun question, a different kind of a fun, Ron, uh, where can our, our viewers and our listeners learn more about everything that you've got going on at Pink Zebra moving. Yeah. So number one, I am a LinkedIn nerd. So connect away. I'm easy to find. My full name is two syllables, Ron Holt. So find me on LinkedIn and I absolutely will connect and engage and talk with you. I talk to people all the time about how to build a brand into a national franchise network and offer those those usually it's it's a five, 10 minute conversation, but I'm glad to give that content away. Secondly, if you want to be a customer, if you want to hire Pink Zebra Moving, we're now eight, about to be nine markets. We're going to have 15 to 20 new locations opening as over the next several months. That's our plan for the next several years. In fact, 15 to 20 new locations a year. If you want to hire us, it's easy to find us. It's pinkzebramoving.com. If for some reason you think, hey, I, I want to get on this moving bandwagon too, and I want to help change the world, you can become a franchisee here at Pink Zebra Moving. And that's also easy to find pinkzebramovingfranchise.com. And so um, either way, we'd love to help you as a customer. And obviously we'd love to talk to you as a franchise owner. We can't do this without growth. And we've chosen the franchise path to do that. Fantastic. Well, Ron, those that are watching or seeing that on, on screen, those that are listening, just scroll down to the show notes page and everything will be linked up right there in the show notes page. Ron, we, we have a tradition here on the Digitally Irresistible podcast. I like to ask every single one of our guests, when you're not working, what do you do for fun? And what makes this in this example today of asking you that question is that fun is built into your business model. So I'm going to ask you to really think beyond the business model. What do you do for fun when you're not working? So I have two small children. Uh, my daughter's into softball. My son's into baseball. I was a baseball player all of my young life and love it. And so if I'm not pink zebra in it, if that's a verb, 
then I'm on a baseball or a softball field with my kids. Um, and if we're not there, you absolutely will find us on a boat somewhere once the warm weather returns. So we, we, lo- we love the sun. We lo- we, we're weird people. We like humidity. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. The body acclimates. Uh, you're talking to uh, someone who's lived in Florida for 30 years. Not a native Floridian, but after 30 years, I almost... I pretty much feel like a native Floridian, but Ron, I just want to thank you for coming on uh, this episode of the digitally resistible podcast. Uh, Love your story. Love what you're doing, disrupting the industry. As I said earlier, everything you're doing is about the experience. You know, I said earlier that the moving industry hasn't gotten the memo that they need to create an experience. Well, you are clearly delivering that memo and that memo is being received. So just Congratulations to the early success that you're having. And uh, I just look forward to following you and seeing that success continue to grow and skyrocket with Pink Zebra Moving. Thank you, Bernie. It was an honor to be here today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business brought to you by iCor. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.